America Meditating Radio Show. We collect wisdom, inspire each other, and empower hearts on demand 24-7. Hi, everyone. I'm Sister Jenna, host of the syndicated America Meditating Radio. We bridge divides, we seek deeper meaning, and we answer life's most compelling questions from experts around the world. Because in a world of uncertainty and division within and out, we will need answers right here, right now. Join me and guests on America Meditating Radio, a show for everyone to learn more about this amazing thing called life. I was 11 years old at my first national championship. I fell I don't know how many times. Michelle Paul is the most decorated figure skater in U.S. history. When I had a dream, my dream came true because I dedicated myself. Dedication made Michelle Kwan a champion. I was passionate about something and I made sure that I worked hard for it. And dedication can make your dreams a reality. Whatever your dream and goals are, they can come true. Dedication. Pass it on from the Foundation for a Better Life at values.com. There's no place like home. Getting home safely is just a click away. Find the right seat for your little one's age and size. Visit safercar.gov slash the right seat for more information. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Take a break. Breathe. Why don't you visit the Peace Village Learning and Retreat Center, 518-589-5000. Hello, everyone, and welcome to America Meditating Radio Show. I'm your host, Sister Jenna, broadcasting from the beautiful Meditation Museum in the nation's capital. I think by now you must have heard that we're going to be relocating soon, so there are a lot of tears going on around here, not of attachment, but of the move. (laughs) The beautiful Washington property is going to be redeveloped in this section, which we knew, and they've been so wonderful, everyone, in really just making sure that we're, our relocation is not a difficult one. I think our question is, are we actually going to stay in this area or is the destiny going to move us somewhere else? So we keep asking everyone, keep your ears out and your eyes out, opened to see if anything pops up either in the Silver Spring area or elsewhere where you think that this oasis of transformation would be incredibly um, contributory to your area and to your zone. Every day, Monday through Friday, Saturday and even Sunday, 24-7 on demand, you can listen to these incredible conversations with amazing people helping us to understand our lives better. As you all know by now, I've been on my own personal journey for 25 years in terms of spiritual discipline and spiritual practice. And I am just leaning so much more towards spirituality is not necessarily a fix and that's it, get out of the drama and sit in silence. I'm feeling very deeply it is about becoming so filled with God's love and light and energy that it actually allows you to offer a lot more. And today I came across a nice little sheet that I got from Sister Gita. And it was a difference between being self-conscious and being body-conscious. And I'd like to read off a few pointers, and I hope this will you know, make you chuckle a little bit and put a big smile on your face. When you are so aware, you feel comfortable inside no matter what happens. When you are not so aware and you're body conscious, you feel anxious and uptight. Number two, when you're so aware, your heart is opened and loving. When you are body conscious, you're grumpy and short-tempered. When you're so conscious or so aware, you love yourself. And when you are not, you turn your friends into enemies. 
when your soul conscious, God becomes your best friend. And when your body conscious, you are out of harmony with your body and everything else. When you are in your soul awareness, you understand your story. And when you don't understand and you are in body consciousness, you become very defensive. I hope that helped you to find some clarity a little bit more in how you're moving your energy because I know that we're really here to let go of a lot of things that are not working or sustaining us anymore. And more than anything else, we've got it in us. It's just paying more attention and bringing that awareness to the surface. We're very excited. We're going to have an incredible guest on the air today, a wonderful trio, Alison Gray and Alex Gray, world-renowned artist and poet, artist and editor, and they're doing incredibly good stuff for us to make our lives better. We're going to get them on the air in about five minutes, right after our letting go meditation, as we get our inner world centered into a place of comfort, but to power up that place of comfort where there's a subtle energy sitting inside the soul saying, I've got so much more to give. So is everyone ready? Take a deep breath, relax, let go of that name, gender, and all those attachments that get in the way. Ready? Let's meditate. Om Shanti. The time that we choose to be aware doesn't necessarily require me to just sit and meditate. But even while I walk and move around, I can be in a meditative awareness, which is awareness of the soul, the original, eternal imperishable being of light. For a little while, I'd like to invite you to be present, to be here, and to be now. Allow your mind to settle in the moment, to relax. This meditation is about awareness. It's about becoming aware of your original and eternal self. It's about connecting to your truth. Let go of your name. And observe yourself feeling nameless. Let go of your gender to discontinue thinking you're a man or a woman. Let it go and observe how you would feel walking around without a gender. Let go of the role that you play and let go of the titles that you own. Observe how you're feeling as you are gradually letting go. Let go of your religion and put it aside just for now. And let go of your nationality 
in even the language that you're accustomed to. Imagine you have no name, gender, role, title, religion, nationality, or even a language. Ask yourself. How do you feel at this moment? And in this feeling, who would think of you and who would you think of? Supreme Soul would think of you, and you, the liberated soul, would think of the Supreme. In this state of absolute freedom, I am truly who I am. A free.
Welcome back, everyone. I hope that was centering enough and also deeply moving for your own being to reach a place of power and strength. You're listening to America Meditating Radio Show, and we are looking forward to welcoming very special guests on the air today. We have Alex Gray, who is a world-renowned artist, poet, and author. His books, Sacred Mirrors, The Mission of Art, Transfigurations, and Art Psalms, trace the development of his work and the mystical experiences that have shaped his personal, spiritual, and artistic life. Alex is co-founder of C.O.S.M. Cossum, Chapel of Sacred Mirrors, an interfaith church and cultural center in Wapinga, New York, that celebrates creativity as a spiritual path. Can't wait to go there. Now, Alison Gray is an artist and editor, integral in creating all of Alex Gray's book, interviews and articles, and the C.O.S.M., again, Chapel of Sacred Mirrors of Visionary Culture. With two bodies of artwork, her spectral labor-intensive paintings have been exhibited widely, and the collaborative work of social sculpture called Cosm, for which she is co-founder. The mission of Cosm is to build an enduring sanctuary of visionary art to inspire and evolve the creative spirit. We're very, very humbled to welcome these two incredible beings. Welcome to the America Meditating Radio Show. Thank you. My audible. (laughs) Hope you enjoyed the meditation. Thank you so much for joining us today. We loved your meditation. That was extraordinary. It stripped away all of the outward trappings and allowed us to recover our soul essence in a really rapid and uh, deep manner. So thank you, Sister Jenna. Alex, that means a lot. You've got to send a comment on that one. It's true. It's one of the most intriguing experiences where I'm constantly trying to assist people to let go of the limited attachments so they can feel the real power of the soul. So thank you so much. It's almost as though the ego consciousness, the body consciousness, is kind of like a thin crust, you know, and if you just peel it off a little bit, we're all the same universal love ball underneath. And that's what you and Allison have been doing. I want you to tell our listeners about the Chapel of Sacred Mirrors, which we call COSM. What inspired this mission and how timely it is as well? Tell us a little bit more about it. So glad to be here, too. And, uh, yes, Chapel of Sacred Mirrors has been our project together for uh, since uh, 1985. When we first envisioned a chapel that we wanted to build as artists, we thought, what greater work of art could we envision, you know? What larger possibility could we invent than, uh, as spiritual artists than to create a chapel or a temple? Mm-hmm. So we thought as artists, you know, very inspired by the Sistine Chapel and other artists who've created temples, we have traveled the world to see sacred sites and uh talk to people about the possibility of contemporary sacred architecture and sacred art. And so that is what we've been doing, working on building a temple, which is what we're doing. We are doing that right now. Fantastic, fantastic. Now, I'm assuming the temple is already up, and do you have, like, events going on in there? (laughs) The temple itself has not been erected. We have a retreat center about 65 miles from New York City in Wappinger, New York, and it's on near the Hudson River. And uh, we have events here, and we've been holding events. We've been a nonprofit since 1996 in a church 
since 2008, and we have been holding events all that time. We have an unbroken chain of full moon ceremonies for 12 years, 144 full moon (laughs) ceremonies. We never miss, and we do our church and uh, on Sunday, and that is a meditation. And I and I thought I should mention that our church is our art and spirit meditation. That's fantastic. You know, a lot of people envy artists because they really it's one of the best ways to live. Because I feel it comes so much from deeper than the resources of the soul. And when you can make the world a more beautiful place because of your art, it is truly a blessing that comes from God. Now, could you tell us a little bit about what does spirituality actually mean to both of you? And how has art helped you on your spiritual journey? For me, uh, spirituality simply is your connection with the divine reality. And so that can be explored, as you were mentioning. It doesn't have to be in a simply a withdrawn contemplative mode, but it can be in an engaged form. And we believe that a creative exercise, whatever it is, whether it's dance or even building a website or even just having a conversation. Any creative exercise is potentially a meditative encounter with soul stuff. And that, in fact, when it's effective, everyone understands that that's what it's supposed to be. Sacred art has always been a direct line to spiritual reality for mm. both the artist and the viewer. And so the we believe God is the divine artist and the universe is the masterwork of um creative expression, really divine I artwork. I love so that. I love that. Yeah, we're each little extensions of that divine flow. You know, the universe is a cosmic creation, and it's always fresh. And so we are that sort of burning nowness of the creative spirit um, because it's always the cosmic creative spirit. So effective art is just in alignment with that. Right. You know, Alex, a lot of us are looking at the paradigm shift that's taking place, and we are privy to seeing the acceleration or rather the increase of a higher awareness, and it's it's changing the world. I know it's not as apparent as the gore and the war and the hate and the killing and the genocides that we see in the media today. For example, I'm sure when we look at your art or when the temple is finished or the retreats that you do, people walk into those spaces feeling that a higher consciousness does exist. But it's so subtle. And you often speak about the connection between art and the evolution of human consciousness. Can you elaborate a little bit more on how you would explain this connection for our listeners? The artwork is naturally evolutionary because... Creative expression. Expression means getting it outside of yourself, outside of your mind. And so the way that psychologists say that the human mind is able to transform is if the subjective experience that you're trying to transform, basically, becomes 
objective that you can stand outside of it and look at it and uh, contemplate it. And so if you make a work of art, you are literally objectifying your subjective inner emotional state. And so that enables you, say you're depressed, you want to make a, a work just about where you're at. And uh, singing the blues basically is a way of you know, telling your truth and at the same time you're purging yourself of it and you're getting beyond it and you're actually transforming it into a thing of aesthetic beauty. Oh, wow, I love that. That was good. That was good. That was beautiful, Alex. Thanks. Allison, have anything to say on this? Just the way that you connect the transition of human consciousness. There is higher consciousness right now, and it's transitioning humanity as we speak. And sometimes you speak about the connection between art and the evolution of human consciousness. I was just curious to hear your spin on that as well. Well... Art and human consciousness is Alex's subject. It's been his subject all of his life and career, and I've been student of that. Beautiful. So, uh, yes, that's I would I would go along with Alex's view on art and human consciousness any day. Allison is quick to remind <laughs> me, though the uh, oftentimes that the when the artwork lands in a culture and it's absorbed and people start talking about it, then say, you know, like a a new Beyonce song or something new hits, then everybody's talking about it. And whatever the next thing is, it's going to somehow incorporate it. It's going to transcend it and include it. So evolution and art. Fashion is the same way you could see evolution, you know, like weather, you know, in the fashion industry or in the art industry because creativity is evolution in our hands. Nice. Well said. You've said also that you, if you could change one characteristics of the human race, you would strengthen compassion. How would you do it? And why has this become one of the most important characteristics that you feel need change? Well, unless we love the planet, we're not going to save it. Unless we love each other, we're not going to stop killing each other. And so the messages of hate and violence that we put out into our culture are a daily dose of depression for most of us. We're just like coated with this crap, you know, and of Mm. bad things and negative thinking. So we know that even just a small more amount of positive, reinforcing soul medicine, that can come through the kind of contemplation you're leading, the kind of artwork that will entrain you back into your divine flow. And that Yes, you're witnessing the woe of the world and you're compassionately open to it and trying to do what you can. But we need a a vision of a higher possibility for humanity. And that's the responsibility of the arts. That's why art has always been connected with the sacred teachings. And that's what makes art sacred. It's not just about sort of self-expression of the artist. The artist can speak for the higher self, the eternal self that you were talking about. That 
what we need in this culture, in all the media. If we can saturate this culture with a kind of artwork, a revolution in artwork, a visionary art that is not specifically connected with any particular religion, but is universally, spiritually, positively uplifting, this could help. Oh, that's beautiful. No, well, I love that. That is so so healing because it's so important. And it's funny, you know, Allison and Alex, it sounds so simple to do, yet we see a very high percentage of individuals on our planet struggling to do that. Do you have a kind of an idea of what's getting in the way of human consciousness to evolve? And to show this more artistic way of living where it has compassion, it has peace, it has happiness in it, what's getting in the way? Well, <laughs> I think we... <laughs> Probably, uh, you know, it's unique for each individual, you know. But the uh, basically the game show reality that we're being taught that we have to get on a particular kind of, you know, belt, a conveyor belt that takes us through conventional reality and we have to do this and we have to do that. You know, if we can step outside of that and see what counts in our life, what makes a difference, it's really about love if you scratch anybody, yeah. Uh, yeah. you know. And so how can we best deliver our special, unique gift of love to give to the world? Those are the real questions of education and of spiritual contemplation. You know, what is my service to God in this world at this time? Oh, Everybody's really? got a gift, you know. Yeah, that's so true. Allison, share with us before we uh, go to the closing part of our show a little bit of the exciting retreats and programs that you're doing there in New York. Well, artists come here. Artists of all kinds come here, and they do retreats, and uh, we have uh, intensive workshops, and, and art as a healing force is the core here, the core of our educational nexus. The Magi, the Mystic Artists Guild International, we teach and train and identify artists that are interested in joining us in building a temple. So right now we're in the early stages of building our first temple. We have a guest house here where you can come and stay overnight, 365 days a year. And we have our events here at the guest house. It's an old 1862 10-bedroom Victorian house. And we have a cafe. The Mushroom Cafe is being muraled by invited invitational artists who come to uh, have a retreat here from all over the world, from, you know, as far as Australia and all over, to mural this cafe and uh, participate in programs here and teach. So every month there's events, and uh, it helps support us in building this temple and people are watching and joining us in this journey, the journey of artists, you know, making and creating and holding sacred space together and having art be a spiritual path. But art, music, dance, writing, poetry is a spiritual path, and uh, we practice that together and individually, other kinds of meditations. And I loved your meditation, too. I wanted to just say that uh, music and, and spoken word poetry with drawing and painting uh, is part of our regular, you know, activities at COSM. COSM stands for Chapel of Sacred Mirrors. 
the sacred mirrors are paintings that Alex did um, in the 80s. And uh, they became so well-loved that people wanted to see them. You know, from all over the world, people wanted to come into our studio. So we started regular open studio events. And um, we started the events in our home. And we had a space in Manhattan, 12,000 square foot cultural center in Manhattan for five years before we found our land. And here's our land, and here we are. So (laughs) we're very excited to be building uh, this sacred space. There's about um, 20 of us that live here and work here uh, full-time, and um, we have many things going on. So just people should find out about us at cosm.org. Oh, beautiful. I'm even getting excited. I can't wait to see the temple. I mean, if I could actually come up there myself, I would. (laughs) Oh, well, 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 maybe we will have you here one day. It would be so amazing, and we'll put you on our little little, uh, podcast. Oh, I would love that. Alex and Allison, I've loved having you on the air, and I don't want to let you go but I, for the sake of timings. But before I do, is there something that really you feel on a personal spiritual level is your life quote at this time? And I know you've given us the website, so we'll continue to spread that out there. But if there's any other information that you would love to share with the listeners, please do. I just wanted to say every moment is an opportunity for love and transformation. And that is my quote. And it means that life can change on a dime, on a snap of the finger. It can just go right. Every moment is an opportunity for love and transformation. Alex, that's beautiful. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I I think um, solve big problems. Immerse yourself in solving big problems, I think. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) Yes, immerse yourself solving uh, big problems because that's where you get the juice in life. Nice, like that. It reminds me of a quote that I I got from Eleanor Roosevelt and she said, do the things you think you cannot do. And I live by that quote. You know, it's like, let me not ever limit myself. I love that one, definitely. Let's emerge ourselves to solve the big problems. The Angels, you've been yeah. incredible. Love the work that you're doing. Please keep me posted on any sort of a news on how the you know the temple is coming. And if there's anything our show can do to mobilize more attention and awareness, do not hesitate to contact Antonia so she could definitely update us. Okay? Thank, Thank you so much. so much. Thank you, too. Take good care. Bye-bye. 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 So when your life is like art and art becomes your way of reflecting the divine, what better way do you want to live your life? Alex Gray and Alison Gray today is sharing with us how just the work of the Chapel of Sacred Mirrors where I believe that as you walk in, you see your real self. And however you decide to do art, singing, speaking, writing, painting, if it connects us more to the divine, then it's got to be sacred. I hope you enjoyed today's radio show featuring Alex Gray and Alison Gray. And if you want some more information on them, just go to alexgray.com or alisongray.com and feel free to follow their daughter of the good work that they're doing, that she's doing, called Zena Gray, who's actually an actress out there. Well, thank you for joining us on America Meditating Radio Show. And remember, no one can take away your happiness, folks, unless you give them permission. We are going to cultivate an environment where we can love each other the same.
If we walk with the awareness of being soul-realized, we'll be more caring, loving, and understanding. If we forget ourselves and become body-conscious and very human, we're not going to want to care about anyone but ourselves. And so that's where a lot of the ache and the pain is coming from in our world. Thank you again for joining us. I really love being here with you all daily, regularly. And please, don't hesitate to send us emails and and follow us on Twitter and Facebook. I think it's called America Meditate on Twitter and America Meditating on Facebook. And just let us know how we're doing. And if you'd like some guests on the air, we'll also be happy to hunt them down and get them on for you to find out a little bit about their spiritual side and how they're doing. So let me end with Elijah Ray, a wonderful young man from Kauai, that he loves being here. Take care, everyone. Bye-bye.